0: A very warm welcome in Ask Among series in which you can put forth all your questions in the YouTube live chat. And of course, we have some questions which have come on the YouTube post and Instagram channel also. Let us begin with Instagram. Rudra is asking, Is it important to struggle for material things to advance in spiritual life? It is not at all important to struggle for material things, but we need to have a balance. We need to keep the body and soul together because only in this body, human body, we can advance in spiritual life. So thus we need to take care. So thus under guidance of a bona fide spiritual master, we should know how to have the right balance. Unnecessary struggle is not required, but proper time needs to be dedicated for upkeep of body. Hare Krishna, every time I try to stay on good path, soon I get distracted easily. Don't know why. Please help. Because that is the nature of this material world. It pulls us into lower modes of nature, Rajaguna, Tamuguna, into bad habits. So we have to always struggle to keep us on the path of righteousness and Krishna consciousness. And this struggle becomes very easy if we live in the association of devotees. That is why the greatest achievement in life is association of devotees. Then spiritual life, the path of goodness, ultimate goodness becomes very easy. So please try to find the devotees, temple, a center around you and try to associate with them every day. If not possible every day, you can have virtual association. But at least in a week, you should have physical association also. Is it mandatory to give up onion, garlic, tea, coffee, to chant on tulsi beads? Is it offensive? Yes, there are 10 offenses which we have to avoid while chanting the holy names of the Lord in order to have quick results by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And the 10th offense is to maintain material attachments. So attachment to any kind of foodstuffs or any sense of enjoyment is called material attachment. If you maintain it, it will take a very, very long time for chanting to produce results. But never mind, we all start with this stage of chanting. So just chant, try to avoid all these things which you have mentioned. Even if you do not have strength now to avoid, we are addicted, very much attached to it. If we chant Hare Krishna very nicely, we will get strength to give it up. Is there any HKM devotees here in Kolkata? In Kolkata, we do not have any center as of now, but uh, some devotees definitely must be there. You can please mail us. The mail ID is there in the description. We will connect you with some devotees. I couldn't fit my answer in that. My question is, like many people make commitments to demigods, if something they want happens, they will do something for the god, like donate or something. And if someone surrenders himself to Krishna and stop worshipping the demigod, he made a commitment to will it affect the devotees? Because in many cases, people have heard that, heard and seen, when they don't complete their promises, they suffer a lot until they complete their commitment or promise. Hare Krishna. So if you maintain. Any promise, if we, I mean, if you break any promise, we will get punished. That is a law of nature. We should always be truthful. So, what to speak of demigods who are such exalted personalities? Promises should always be kept, whether for demigods or for ordinary people. But why all these promise making, truthfulness is explained? This we can understand from a very important instance from Mahabharat. Yudhishthir Maharaj was the topmost moralist. But Yudhishthir Maharaj was instructed by Krishna to inform, announce to everyone in the battlefield that Ashwatthama has been killed. Now Ashwatthama was the son of Dronacharya. The background is unless Dronacharya hears the news of death of his son, nobody will be able to defeat him. But it is very difficult to defeat Ashwatthama who is a great chivalrous warrior. So Ashwatthama elephant was killed on the battlefield. Now elephant has been killed but Yudhishthir Maharaj tells, I cannot tell Ashwatthama has been killed, it's a lie. I will tell Ashwatthama elephant has been killed. I cannot say a lie that Ashwatthama has been killed. For this reason of disobeying Krishna, of course he announced Ashwatthama elephant is killed, he did not tell a lie. He disobeyed Krishna. So for this disobedience of Krishna, Yudhishthira Maharaj was given small punishment of seeing the hell. So hell is so bad, such gruesome punishments are given to living entities, sinful living entities over there. Just seeing that situation itself is very, very unpleasant. So Yudhishthira Maharaj was given this punishment of seeing the hell, not suffering in the hell. Why? Because Krishna wanted to give this very important instruction that everything that we have, all the rules and regulations given in the scriptures, they are ultimately meant to make us surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita after all the rules and regulations. Krishna explains in the 18th chapter, what is that? The most secret, Topmost instruction, Sarva Guhitamam Bhuya Shrinume Paramam Vachaha. Now, here Param Vachaha, Paramam means topmost instruction, which is Guhitamam, most secret, most confidential knowledge. And what is that? Sarva Dharman Parityajya Mame Kam Sharanam Raja. Forget all the duties and religions and surrender unto me. Surrendering unto Krishna, the Supreme Lord, it is common sense. To the most powerful person, we should surrender completely. Then life is successful. So all the rules and regulations are meant so that living entity can surrender to God completely. So when we surrender to Krishna, then we can break all the other promises. Another instance is that of Prahlad Maharaj. Ordinarily it is told, if somebody is killing your father in front of you, you should lay down your life first. You should try to protect your father. Even if your death is certain, you should not calculate. Let me save myself, take care of the family after father, who will be there? No. If somebody is attacking father, we have to lay down our lives before any harm happens to father. You die first, even if death is sure. We should not see our father dying in front of us. That is a dharma of a son. But in case of Prehalad Maharaj, his father was being killed in front of him. And What to speak of not protecting the father, Prahlad Maharaj went and he garlanded the killer, Lord nursing So thus he violated his dharma because this case was different because of Krishna consciousness. His father was being killed by Krishna personally. It was Krishna's desire that the father should be killed. So because Krishna desires father should be killed, Prahlad Maharaj let go of his religion. Similarly, because Krishna desired... That Yudhishthira Mahara should tell a lie. He should have told a lie. Because he disobeyed, he was given punishment. So thus we can understand, when we surrender to Krishna completely, then all the promises we can break. It is allowed. Provided we have come surrendered ourselves completely. So in that case, we need not worry about the promise made to any living entity if we have completely taken shelter of Krishna. We need not worry about demigods, just like Uh, They were offering every year a sacrifice to Lord Indra, all the Virjavasis. When Krishna appeared, he told, need not worship other demigods, I am the supreme lord. If you worship me, develop love for me, which you already have, then everything, all the duties are automatically done. And thus, even though Indra became little angry, but we can see how Krishna saved all the Virjavasis. So the conclusion is, if we have surrendered ourselves completely to Krishna, there are instances so many in the Vedic history, that of Lord Indra trying to persecute Rajvasis or Prahlad Maharaj violating Dharma of Protecting Father, when Hiran Kashapu was killed. Like this, numerous instances are there. So if we have surrendered to Krishna completely, we can break the promise. Next, let us take from YouTube, community post which we had shared. Hmm. Hari Om Prabhuji, how should I manage my studies as well as bhakti? So two devotees have put the same question, how to manage study and bhakti? So let us take this important question first. So many times people ask how to manage job and bhakti, how to manage study and bhakti. So we have to understand, study and bhakti are not two different things. Usually people do not have a clear concept of bhakti or spiritual life. They think material life is one aspect, spiritual life is another aspect. And I have to balance between the two. That is not fact. We have to bhaktify, we have to transform our studies into bhakti, our job into bhakti, our business into bhakti. So what is bhakti? This is the definition of bhakti as given by Narad Muni, the top most spiritual master of this universe. So, Narad Muni explains what is bhakti. Bhakti means, first of all, we have to become free from designations. Sarvopadhi upadhi means designation. Now we are carrying some designation with us. I am a man, I am a woman, I am young, old, Indian, American. Animal, plant, bird, bee, snake, reptile. So we have to get free from all these designations. So these are just bodies. Just like now we see our bodies changing. We were having a small body. The body has grown now. We will get an old body. We will leave this body. We are changing bodies continuously. So we are not this body. We are the witness. So when I become free from this concept that I am not this body... When I am not the body, then the bodily connections don't belong to me. So everything belongs to Krishna. So everything should be used in the service of Krishna. So my body and mind does not belong to me. Whatever I produce from this mind and body, it could be wealth, it could be any property or my relatives, which I think are mine, actually they all belong to Krishna. Because this mind and body also belongs to Krishna. I also belong to Krishna. I am part and parcel of Krishna. So using everything in service of Krishna, that is called Bhakti. Rishi Kena, Rishi Kesha, Sevanam. These senses we have not designed. This camera, these eyes, we have not designed. Krishna has designed. So he is right over these. So all these senses should be used in the service of Krishna. Just like in a company, if you go, uh, any factory, uh, so many workers, they are working very nicely The factory has not been created by them. The instruments are not created by them. The materials are also not created by them. Everything is given by the proprietor. So the factory runs for the interest of the proprietor. If we work, if everyone in the factory works in the interest of the proprietor, then they can enjoy their salary, they can get promotion also. But if the worker thinks, this factory is running for me, whatever I'm producing, it belongs to me, let me take it and enjoy. Then their suffering begins. So bhakti means recognizing, I am not this body, I am spirit soul, part and parcel of Krishna. Just like leaf is part and parcel of tree, the root of the tree should be watered. So if I want happiness, Krishna should be served by my mind, body and everything, my possessions, which actually belong to Krishna. So, if I think, let me study nicely so that when I get good marks, people will praise me, I will enjoy that praise. I will enjoy that recognition in the society. Or if I get a good placement, a good startup I have, I will get a lot of money from that and I will enjoy. Then that is sinful. That is criminal mentality. So, bhakti means I am studying very nicely so that if I study nicely, I can inspire others also. I can inspire others also to take bhakti. If I get a good job, In that good position, from that money I earn, I can use it to make nice temples, to publish Bhagavad Gita, distribute other books and literatures, spread Krishna consciousness. If I get a good powerful position, that powerful position can be used to influence people to understand the science of Krishna consciousness, understand Bhagavad Gita. So in this way, whatever we are doing, if we do it only for the service, for the pleasure of Krishna, to spread this knowledge of Bhagavad Gita, then that is called bhakti. And living entities only meant to do bhakti because we are part and parcel of Krishna. Just like leaf is part and parcel of tree. Leaf cannot take water independently, directly. Water must be given to the root. In a similar fashion, the hands cannot eat the food directly. They have to serve the stomach, put the food, make it reach to the stomach. Then all the limbs of the body will be happy. I should figure out the food. Hand should pick up the food, leg should walk towards the food, mouth should chew the food, ultimately it should be served to the stomach. Unless stomach is served the food, all the limbs would be starving. So it is not a balance between bhakti and studies. The right question can be how to balance my studies and my chanting. Chanting is also bhakti, it is done for Krishna and studies are also bhakti because they also should be done for Krishna. Now, if the question is this, how do I manage because I am a student, for me, bhakti can be done by studying for the pleasure of Krishna, scoring well for the pleasure of Krishna. Then yes, the answer is, first of all, we have to get up early in the morning. If you are too new into Krishna consciousness, you might not be able to get up. Then, whenever you get first time free from your schedule, you try to chant Hare Krishna immediately. First priority should be given to chanting as soon as you get time. Find any time in the day. You can fix your number of rounds, whatever you wish to chant. Finish them the first time. If you are getting little time in the morning, you do chanting. Then attending school or classes would be compulsory. After that you get time, you come and do chant immediately. In this way, first priority should be given to chanting whenever you get time. And then reading. Chanting and reading should be done every day wherever we are. But if you actually want to advance in spiritual life, then what we have to do is we have to get up early in the morning. Whether you are studying now, tomorrow you may get into job or business. Unless we get up in the morning, unless anybody is getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, they are not sincere about spiritual life. So gradually you should aspire that you can get up before 4 o'clock in the morning. And then you can clear any of the toughest exams also. And our devotees have done very very well by chanting 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mantra, which is very important. How much ever busy we are in the studies, we should take time out to chant 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra every day. And follow four regulative principles, no meat-eating, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex. And then read one hour of Srila Prabhupada books every day. So if you do this thing and do little kirtan whenever you get time, then it can be very nicely balanced. Everyone is doing that. People hear uh, some commercial songs, Bollywood, Hollywood songs, pop songs. We do Kirtan in that time. Everyday person spends few minutes listening to music. Same time we can utilize to hear the Hare Krishna music, Kirtan, and thus it is spiritual advancement for us. People are very fond of reading novels of various kinds. We read Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charita Amrita, other books in that time. So in this way, uh, it is not that we have to struggle very hard f- to do it. The same thing people are doing, but they are reading some mundane books. We read scriptures, then that becomes bhakti. People are trying to dance in the discos or uh, you play some mundane music. We dance by playing Hare Krishna Mantra. But the most important thing is to get up early in the morning and chant quality 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Then we will get very strong control over the senses and we will be able to study also effectively for the pleasure of Krishna. And further, you can have some day-to-day difficulties. For this, you can be in touch with a spiritual mentor. You can approach the Hare Krishna center closest to you or you can write to us. We will connect you with somebody. Can you please explain how Krishna is the only friend of the suffering Jiva? Yes, Krishna is the only friend because we are his children. The parents are the best friends of the children. Of course, in material world, sometimes there is animosity between the parents and children because everyone is ultimately self-interested in this world. People want their satisfaction somewhere. But Krishna is completely satisfied. Krishna has no need of any external person, external resources. Because Krishna is completely satisfied, he need not do anything to get satisfied in life. Here in this material world, everyone is dissatisfied. So they are thinking... Parents are forcing their children to perform nicely because when children perform nicely, they get nice prestige in society. So they compete through their children. Similarly, children want something to enjoy and they are pressing their parents, you earn money nicely, you give us some resources, some toys, something, some comforts, some luxuries, some gadgets. So everyone is willing to have something. There is always demand and thus there is selfishness. So we cannot call anybody a true friend because people are self-interested. But Krishna is true friend because he has no self-interest. He is Atmaram. He is completely satisfied in himself. So thus any work which Krishna is doing is only to make us satisfied. That's it. Thus he is a best friend of all living entities. Hey Krishna Prabhuji, Dhanurat Pranam. Prabhuji, I want to wear kanti but my mother doesn't allow me to wear it. So can I wear other Tulsi necklaces instead of Kanti Mala? Yes, you can wear any Tulsi necklace which your mother allows. And sometimes the parents may worry, my son will become Sadhu or something. So you can make them understand, bring them in association of devotees or uh, if there is disturbance because of any reasons, household reasons or in office also, you may go. You are in some other country where people may object. Some other religion predominates it might be risky also in some places to practice very openly. So we can wear inside. It may not be visible. It can be worn inside also. But as far as possible, where such problems are not there, it should be visible. Why we wear Tilak and Kanti and all these things? Because as soon as anybody sees us, they immediately remember Krishna. There is a Hare Krishna devotee. And when they think of Krishna, they make spiritual advancement in life. This is the definition of devotee. By seeing a devotee, people should develop their remembrance of Krishna. So when anybody sees kanti in the neck and a tilak on the forehead or a shikha, they think, oh, here is a devotee of Krishna. Hare Krishna. Sometimes they chant also, laughingly, jokingly or respectfully. But somehow or other, they immediately think of Krishna. So thus, Prabhupadol, this should be our attire. We can wear nice civil clothes also, like a gentleman, coats and pants you can wear. But this tilak should always be there when we are going out. And kanti should be visible on our neck. Shikha can be there. By this, uh, people recognize the devotee of Krishna and thus they make advancement. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, if on Ekadashi day there is bleeding due to injury, why is the fast broken? So I have not heard this thing, that the fast gets broken if you are injured. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I have two questions. I want to start worship at my home of Bhagwan. Which Aarti can I sing and what is the detailed process? Second question. Okay, let us see the first one. So if you want to start worship at home, then there is a link. You can uh, uh, mail to us and then we will share with you the link. The procedure is there. How to worship Lord nicely and how to offer food to the Lord. So this thing can be done very easily, but it is a very simple process basically. You can keep a frame of God in front of you. Any bona fide picture you can take from any of our centers or order online, it will come to you. And minimum thing what we can offer is flowers are easily available. Flower you can offer. And uh, seven times you show the flowers in circles. And then you put at the lotus feet of the Lordships. If uh, you can offer more, you can offer incense sticks, agarbatti, dhoop, that is better. You can offer a lamp, that is even better. You can offer chamar whisk, that is even better. Vyajan, yak tail whisk, that is even better. So like this, there is no limit to increase the standards of deity worship. So whatever is possible, we can do that. If you can not do anything, basic process, Hare Krishna Mahamantra can be chanted and Krishna will be satisfied with that also. So please at least follow this thing in front of the picture of Krishna, specifically Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You can chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram Hare Hare. yajna sankirtana sumedasa. In our situation, we might not have access. Earlier, everyone was living in village, flowers and this thing, everything was accessible. Now in cities, even flowers you do not have. What shall you offer? So it is told, Sankirtana Sankirtanaprayayar. Krishna is worshipped in Kali Yuga by Sankirtan yagya, chanting his names. So in front of the picture of Krishna, specifically Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is incarnation in this age, you chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra morning and evening. That is the best worship. And along with that, if you can offer these things, it is even better. Second question. If maya is so powerful, okay, you want to understand which arati should you sing. Different aratis are there. The most important arati is mangal arati, which we do in Brahmurtha time, before sunrise. Guru Vashtaka, we sing Sansar Davana Loka, followed by Hare Krishna mantra. If you do after that, then uh, we sing Darshan arati, it is different. After that you do, in the Rajbhog time, there is Rajbhog aarti, afternoon time. In the evening if you sing, there is different Sandhya aarti, Daishayan aarti. So as for the different times of the day, what aarti you are offering, the lyrics vary. But uh, you can learn all these by asking the devotees, if you can connect you with some devotee, or you can visit the local center. But minimum thing is Hare Krishna Mahamantra. that you chant nicely and that will also be sufficient. If Maya is so powerful and God loves every one of us, why He has put Maya as an obstacle? In Bhagavad Prapti, why people can't get over Maya? Yes, God is powerful and loves everyone. So Maya is testing agency. Because we, love, we don't actually love God. What is love? Love means just like a young boy and a young girl. How much they are attracted to each other. Spontaneously, young boy gets attracted towards a girl and girl towards a boy such spontaneous attraction when we have towards God that without any force Krishna is rather force is required to forget Krishna that is called love when you are not able to forget Krishna when you are very eager to see Krishna to serve Krishna to chant his names and such a position is very rare in the universe that is called love of God that is the ultimate objective of all spiritual life prema pumartho the topmost goal is love of God because we do not have love of God maya tests us whether you actually want god or not because life after life we, we have been wanting sense enjoyment so krishna has given a sample opportunity of sense enjoyment now we have to convince krishna krishna i am done with sense enjoyment it is frustrating always it is ever dissatisfying in the long run so i want to serve you now so to test us whether this really this devotee wants me or it is sentimental because he has got frustrated he is trying to get some relief again, he will go back. So, Maya tests us, she is a testing agency, that is why it is not so easy unless she is thoroughly convinced that devotee actually wants the illusory energy. And another, sorry, another answer also when somebody asks Prabhupada why we can get over Maya, why Maya is so sort of Prabhupada told because. Maya is strong because your determination is not strong. If you are determined, yes, I want to make my life perfect. I want to have self-realization. I want to develop love of God. Then you can very easily cross over Maya. We have to become strong in our determination. Next question. The illusory energy is manifested in the duality of desire and hate. Can you please explain this? Yes, we desire something we hate something why because of this bodily concept of life if we are getting the body of a pig i start thinking i am pig you develop desire towards eating stool and you develop hatred towards pure food and pure waters so this desire or hate depends upon the body which we have got if somebody has got body of a tiger that is illusion nobody is a tiger But this material energy, this called Maya, I start believing I am tiger, then we will have desire for flesh, we will have hatred for some other pure food. So we have to understand in a similar fashion, as long as we are there in this bodily concept of life, we think I am this body, that is called illusion. And thus basis the body, we develop certain desires. Actually, whatever we are hankering for in life, that is not our desire. These are illusory desires. Just like in dream, I think I am body of the dream and I hanker for something and I try to avoid few things. Actually, that body is non-existent and such desires and hatreds are also illusory. That is the case here also. Because we are not the body, all the desires, affections and hatreds are illusory. When we are not in physical contact with Krishna, can we associate with him like the gopis through feelings of separation? How? Yes, by following the footsteps of the six Goswamis. That is a process which we follow in our Krishna consciousness movement. Hare Krishna, I have a photo of the Lord. But in that, Srimati Radharani is from Iskon GEV, and Krishna or Madhav is from Mayapur. So what should I call them? Shri Shri Radha Vrindavan Bihari as of GEV or Shri Radha Madhav as of Mayapur? So you can call them Radha Vrindavan Bihari because Krishna is Vrindavan Bihari. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandrat Pranam, always your blessing and guidance be with me for my spiritual advancement. Yes, I will pray to Srila Prabhupada and Krishna to guide you always. Sometimes I am doing bhakti very enthusiastically and always think of Krishna but after some time the intensity drops How to overcome this and be always situated in Krishna Consciousness? So thank you very much for this nice question. Actually, this is what is wanted. We should become saturated with Krishna Consciousness. Saturated means every moment. Iron rod should be in fire continuously. When this continuous association is there of iron rod and fire, then iron rod becomes like fire. So thus we have to be in continuous Service of Krishna, thoughts of Krishna, we should never forget Krishna even for a single moment. So what has to be done for that? Sadhana bhakti, the rules and regulations of sadhana bhakti should be followed by having constant association of pure devotees who have no other business in life but to serve Krishna. So in this way, by maintaining constant association of their devotees, Muni explains in Srimad Bhagavatam how he made his life perfect. So he told, I was having constant association of the devotees, pure devotees, who were chanting and singing the glories of Lord Krishna every morning and evening. Similar thing is mentioned in nectar of devotion also. Every morning and evening, the devotees who are engaged in service of Lord, constant association of such devotees is required. In their association, one should engage in the service of Krishna. And then gradually, by practice, we will come to the platform where we are not forgetting Krishna. And the first principle of this practice is devotee association might not be there, anything could be there. We can start constantly chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Prabhupada told constant remembrance of Krishna is possible when we are constantly chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And this is very simple. For this also we have to struggle, we have to practice, but this is simplest. Your tongue is free, keep on vibrating it always. So much so that in dream also our tongue should be vibrating. By this principle, when we become perfect in constantly chanting the names of Krishna, we will be able to always think of Krishna. But this constant appearance of Krishna's name on our tongue will be possible when we are following very strictly the rules and regulations of sadhana bhakti by having constant association of devotees. Next question. Okay, so let us see something from the live chat now. Prakash Ji is asking, What is the significance of Aarti? The significance of Aarti is to give pleasure to Krishna. How to remove grudge? By realizing that everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. If I love, you, I cannot harm or hate your finger or any limb of your body. Similarly, Mama Ivansho Sanatana, Krishna tells in 15th chapter, everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. So I cannot tell Krishna, I love you but I have grudge with this person. No. So when we advance in our love for Krishna, our love for all the living entities increases automatically. So thus we have to increase our love for Krishna by very sincerely chanting Hare Krishna. Hemleka ji Hare Krishna Prakash ji is asking what is bhakti yoga I just explained the definition of bhakti yoga as given by Narad Muni what is devotion devotion is same the mood in which bhakti yoga should be done Jatin Gaur is asking Hare Krishna Prabhuji what to do when there is difference between views of gurus very nice question very very nice question So it is told, human life is meant for understanding truth. After knowing truth, you become happy. But how to understand this truth? By logic, you cannot understand truth because so many logicians are there. And if somebody has defeated us, it does not mean he is truthful. He simply is more powerful a logician. That we can conclude. That is how the scientific theories keep on changing. New logics come into picture and old theories are rejected. So by Tarka, in Mahabharata, it is mentioned, we cannot understand truth. Then how do we understand truth? If by logic we cannot understand? So we have to understand truth from the Vedas, some people, may tell because the Vedas are coming from God. God is the absolute truth. He has created this whole world. In Vedas, uh, His knowledge is mentioned. So that should be perfect. But Shrutayovibhinna, If you read Vedas, you appear to be coming to different conclusions because Vedas are vast and it is very difficult, huge. Entire lifetime is less to have a comprehensive reading of the Vedas. So one person may come to different confusing conclusions by reading Vedas also. Then what can be done? Will you approach different rishis or so-called gurus? So it is told... So he is not a Rishi or a philosopher whose philosophy does not different from another because then nobody would come to listen to him. So that is why so many, actually Guru is one because knowledge is one, Guru also should be one. All Gurus should speak the same thing. But if Gurus are given different, different views, that means they are not proper Guru. They don't have proper knowledge. Otherwise, H2 plus O2 is H2O. All the gurus should speak the same thing. But the problem is we don't reach bona fide gurus. We reach so-called philosophers who out of mental speculation give their unique perspective of truth, relative version of truth. So thus approaching different people also confuses us because they give their own opinions. So how do we understand? How do we find the right guru or the gurus who explain me H2 plus O2 is water, not Anything is water. Anything you combine. This is what gurus tell. You worship anything. You chant any mantra. You will attain the same result. What is this? There is nowhere mentioned in the scripture. You do anything. Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita. Yanti, Devavrata, Devan. You worship the Devata, particular Devata. You will go to that Devata only. Pitranyanti, You worship Pitra's four fathers. You will go to Pitranyanti. You will go to four fathers. yanti Bhutejya. You worship evil spirits, ghosts. You will go to them, And a person who worships me, he will come to me. So Krishna is giving the conclusion by different worships, different procedures, different end results are obtained. But those people who do not care even reading Bhagavad Gita, they do such misleading propaganda and others who have not opened Bhagavad Gita, they get confused. Because anybody reads Bhagavad Gita, even if you know basic language or Hindi or Sanskrit, you can make out what is the meaning of this verse. Pitranyanti, Yanti. means they go to Pitras. Pitra who worship Pitras. Krishna is not telling everyone has got the same conclusion, same end. So how do we find the right people who are explaining the standard formula? Hydrogen and oxygen is only water. You cannot combine anything and make water. So it is told. So this is the version of Yudhishthir Maharaj. He tells just like now also the same thing happens if you want to start let's say a youtube channel you want to become a digital coach so much knowledge is available so many things are there but what do i exactly do what strategy to follow person gets confused it is just like unlimited Vedic knowledge person gets confused. What do I exactly do? What are the steps? So just like in a physical world also, you need a coach. And whom do we choose as a coach who is very successful in that field? So apart from, yes, reading the Vedas is important, but reading the books is important, but reading the books under the guidance of person who has been successful in getting the result. If somebody has stopped, Any examination, then we take guidance from them. Please tell me which book to read, how to read, which subject matter to follow, to study. They are called Mahajan, the great personalities who have got success in that path. So thus we have to understand who is the right Guru who has got success in that path. What is this success? Success means anybody who has approached God, who has understood truth, he will not have any difficulty in this life. And such 12 Mahajanas are mentioned in the Vedas. Dvadashaite Dwadash means 12. Dvadashaite Vijanimo Dharmam Bhagavatam Bhataha Yamiraj is telling. Yamiraj is the perfect knower of the laws of the religion. So this is Yamiraj's conclusion mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam. These 12 people understand the crux of all spiritual life, of all the laws and all religion. Dvadashaite Vijanimo and which are these 12 people? Swayambhu narada shambhu svayambhu means brahma narad narad muni shambhu means lord shiva kamara kapilo manuh four kumaras kapil muni manu prahlado janako bhishmo prahlad maharaj janak maharaj bhishma pitameh balir vayasiki vayam bali maharaj vayasiki sukdev goswami son of ved vyas and vayam our humble self, Yamaraj tells. We are the 12 people who know the dharma sit nihitam guhayam, this confidential understanding of religion. So they are called Mahajanas. Mahajanas means they have shown how they are supremely liberated. Shugude Goswami, he was supremely liberated. He was there in the womb of his mother, not coming out. Just imagine a child is having so much powers that he could stay in the womb of mother for 16 years. He did not allow his body to grow. And when he came out, he spoke Bhagavatam. He did not care about anything, not wearing clothes, nothing. He walked out. He spoke Bhagavatam for seven days continuously, without eating, without sleeping, without moving from that place, without drinking water. Seven days, he kept on speaking, speaking, speaking. Who can do this? No sleep, no eat, no drink. Only a liberated personality. This is called Mahajan. Oh, you have understood the conclusion of religion. The laws of nature are not acting upon you. Similarly, Prahlad Maharaj, all the might of Hiranda Kashapu, who chased away the demigods, the great personalities from different planets of the universe, who took control of all the affairs of the universe, he was not able to do any harm to Prahlad. Laws of nature were failing on him. He is put into boiling oil, but nothing is happening to him. Poisonous stakes are thrown on him, nothing is happening. Poison was administered through Mother But poison became nectar when he drank it. This is called Mahajan. Completely undisturbed in all material situations, liberated Lord Shiva. So young woman is coming and touching his genitals, but he is not getting agitated. Who can remain in that position? Young woman touching genitals, unagitated. He drank poison, nothing happened to him. This is called Mahajan. Greatest personalities. Similarly, the sons of Brahma, They are small boys, they are actually the oldest people because they are sons of Brahma, the first person, the original creator of the universe. Now these four sons of Brahma are so advanced, they control the growth of their bodies. Who can do that? Can anybody do that? I want to control my age now, I don't want to age more. They have done that. They always remain like small kids. Keep moving around the world, around the universe. This is called Mahajan. So thus Bhishma, lying on the bed of arrows, completely undisturbed, speaking philosophy, how to rule kingdom, what is absolute truth, giving elaborate descriptions to Pandavas. So these people have shown, this is spiritual life. What Krishna mentions in Bhagavad Gita, what is Samadhi? That even in the greatest calamity, greatest danger, guru even you have greatest danger, greatest calamity, you will not be disturbed, na vichaliet at all. So some people ask, has anyone attained that situation? Yes, these are the 12 personalities who have attained that. And they have given what is truth, what is religion. So we are supposed to follow that. This is religion. So these 12 personalities, the path which they have given, or any person who is repeating the same process, he is a bona fide person, he is a bona fide guru, and such a person should be followed. So what is the process given by these 12 personalities all these personalities explain the same process kirtanam vishnoho smaranam archanam dasyam sakhyam chanting and hearing the names of god meditating constantly upon the lord engaging in his service similarly yamaraj also tells bhakti yogo bhagavati Tannam Granadibi bi savai punsam paro Dharma yato bhakti radhokshaje The topmost dharma is bhakti adhokshaje, bhakti of adhokshaja, bhakti of Krishna. So thus all the Mahajans have come to the same conclusion. Aradhananam sarvesham, Vishnu aradhanam param, Lord Shiva is telling to Parvati, of all the Aradhanas, best Aradhana is that of Vishnu Aradhana. So this is the conclusion of all the Mahajan. The conclusion of all scriptures is the same. Constant engagement in devotional service of Krishna. But if we do not read, so spiritual subject matter is a science Krishna tells. Jnanam teham vakshyam It is a science. Just like science is a serious subject matter. We have to read the books, scrutinizingly study them, analyze them, compare them, try to come to a conclusive understanding. In a similar fashion, very carefully we have to read the books. Everything is mentioned. So thus, if we follow any bona fide spiritual master, they all tell the same thing. We follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we follow Madhvacharya, we follow Ramanujacharya, Vishnu Swami, Charya, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, Lord Hanuman, Prahlad Maharaj, Sant Tukaram, Mirabai, bhaktisdan Maharaj, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, Shrila Prabhupad. All of them, they speak the same thing, same conclusion. Bhakti, Yoga, Bhagavati, Tannam, Grhanadibi, engaging in devotional service of Krishna. So thus we should find a pure devotee of Krishna who is repeating the knowledge given by these 12 Mahajanas. He is a perfect Guru. Then our life is successful. Hmm. How disciple should be? Disciple should be completely surrendered to his Guru. How to overcome this feeling of advertising oneself as a great devotee and how to be more humble by constantly chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra? What is Kut Dharma? Cheating religion, if I am not mistaken. Because Sanskrit words have many many meanings. This is one of the meanings. We are searching for good boy to my daughter. May I do prayer to Krishna? Yes, you can pray to Krishna very sincerely. At the same time, we should put efforts also. Both things should be done. Ma Manusmar Yudhyacha. Think of Krishna, pray to Krishna and put regulated efforts as well. Hare Krishna Prabhu, who is definitely eligible for going back to home, back to Godhead? Who is completely surrendered to Krishna or his pure devotee representative, spiritual master? He is 100% eligible. Swamiji, I am 100% Krishna Bhakt. I always have one question. Is there life on other planets in this universe? And does Krishna take avatar there? Yes. There is life on other... Life is there on every planet. This creation is not by chance. Every planet has been created. This is explained in the scriptures. Vasudhadi vibhuti bhinnam. So, Vasudha means this place, planet where people live. Vibhuti means opulence. Bhinna means different. There are different varieties of life, different powers people have on different planets. But life exists on every planet. And does Krishna take avatar there? Yes. Is any shloka in Shastra that describes the purpose of hell? Yes, everywhere it is there. Hell is meant for giving punishment to people. Some people ask that why don't HKM and other Ritwik groups like Give, Gita, ISKON, ISKM etc. become one large group like of one like-minded devotees? So we should always try to cooperate, that is the effort of all the devotees to cooperate and push together. But uh, who knows what is the ultimate desire of Krishna? And Krishna also gives free will to the devotees. If you want, you can cooperate. If you do not want, then Krishna does not force. I am having surgery, so I am unable to chant for some time. What should I do? So if it is so difficult that you cannot chant the name of Krishna verbally, then in mind you can chant. You can hear. You can read. So whatever is possible. Hearing and chanting in mind is always possible very easily. I don't have purity, shall I stop preaching? No, by preaching purity will come. So we pray to Krishna uh, because purity is also not zero and one, isn't it? Nobody is zero pure, nobody is completely pure, Mahabhagavata, very rare. So we all are lying in that grey scale. Somebody is more blackish, somebody is whitish, but we are in that grey scale. So wherever we are, if we preach, then only we will be able to advance in our purity. And preaching is very simple. It is not that we have to become very eloquent speaker. We can simply approach people, request them to purchase a book, kindly read the book. Or if they cannot take the book, we give them mantra card and request them, please try this mantra chant this every day that is preaching. Thangrath Prabhuji, what is the difference between these two mantra? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayan and Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, and which is best to please Krishna and Radharani? So this om namo bhagavate Vasudevai and Hare krishna Maha Mantra, there is no difference but the previous mantra was given to dhru maharaj in satya yoga and any mantra which begins with om can be chanted only by brahmanas very exalted devotees dhru maharaj was an exception because his spiritual master granted him potency to chant even though he was a child he was allowed being extraordinarily determined narad muni gave him but uh, otherwise Om oh, Mantra can be chanted only if a person is either a devata, denizen of fire planetary systems, or they are having Brahmanical Diksha from the spiritual master. So spiritual master conducts an exam, tests the qualifications. If we are having the 12 qualifications of Brahmanas, forgiveness, truthfulness, austerity, simplicity, knowledge of the science of God, self-realization, Cleanliness, then we are allowed to chant these mantras. So if we are not having Brahman Diksha from an actual pure devotee spiritual master, then such chanting of mantra will not be fruitful. And it is very difficult to get that diksha in this yoga, in this Kali Yoga. So thus Hare Krishna Mahamantra has no qualification. By chanting Hare Krishna mantra, we will get qualification of Brahmanas, and even we surpass that to become Vaishnavas. So thus Kali Yuga is easy, at the same time most powerful and that is recommended for this age Kali Yuga, because there is no qualification required. Hare Krishna Vivek Ji, goal of soul, Hare Krishna, Kishori Ji, Hare Krishna, Gitika Ji, Hare Krishna, Anub Ji, Hare Krishna, Next, Manmantar, Indra is Raja Bali from demon clan. So, will there be any fights between demons and demigods? Because next, Indra himself is from demon clan. So, we do not know demons fight among themselves also many times. As Ravan also went to attack Bali. So, they will always be there to create disturbances. Hare Krishna, my question is, Krishna Bhakti relates to any society? No, Krishna Bhakti is transcendental. Hari Bol is Guru Shankaracharya a good person as he helps demons, danavas against demigods. Shukracharya, sorry, a good person as he helps demons, danavas against demigods. And can you describe life in Atala, Vitala, Sutala? As I have heard, they are more opulent than Swarga. Why is that so? So Shukracharya is not doing a good task because he is taking the part of demons. And. Thus, he was properly chastised also. And what is the life in Atal, Vital, Sutal? So, those who do not know, these are lower planetary systems. Entire universe has been divided in 14 planetary systems. Our Earth is in the middle. So, lower planetary systems, they are, this is called Bhulok. Higher than that is Lok, then Lok, then four more. So, six up and seven down. In this way, total, 14 are there. So, below this Bhulok is called Atal, Vital, Sutal, Rasatal. Talatal, Mahatal, Patal. So there also life is very, very luxurious, it is told. They also have a very long lifespan over there, but their life is Tamsik. This is the difference. In heavenly planets, the life is Sattvic. They have Sattvic enjoyment. And in the lower planets, they have Tamsik enjoyment. How to reduce anger? By offensively, offenselessly chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. Prabhu, only the insane man can think of this atomic soul as the all-pervading Vishnu Tattva. Yes, it is a fact. You are asking how? Please explain. It is common sense, no? So you can read this chapter, Science of Self-Realization book. Uh, if you do not have it, you may find online PDF also. Or you can order Uh From the store, Science of Self-Realization. You please read that book, complete elaborate understanding you will get. How this philosophy is not right, that the soul is same as super soul. And I've explained this multiple times in previous sessions also. So I request if you can please go through that science of self-realization, the relevant topics, then you will be able to understand. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, in my home food is cooked with onion and garlic. Can I wear Tulsi Mala? Uh, yes, you can wear Tulsi Mala, but such food should be avoided as far as possible. Because if you wear Kanti Mala and you are taking such food items, people will tell, see, these devotees, they also eat onion garlic. This uh, we don't want to present to the society. Otherwise, there are no rules and regulations in wearing Tulsi Mala. Lord Krishna is avatar of Lord Vishnu, who is referred in scriptures as Hari. So what does Hari mean in chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Rama? So some people tell that Lord Krishna is avtar of Lord Vishnu, but this is not fact. How this is not fact, I've explained. If you go through, so we have recently launched explanation of all the 700 verses of Bhagavad Gita it is there on saregama bhakti channel you can search saregama bhakti so we have explained all the 700 verses of bhagavad gita you can search bhagavad gita or by my name you will be able to get it in english it is and in that you can go through the 11th chapter in that very decisively from bhagavad gita you will understand how krishna is explaining that he is the source of vishnu and otherwise also there are many many scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam, it is mentioned Krishna's Tu Bhagavan Swayam. All the incarnations of Krishna are mentioned, including the Vishnu incarnations. Similarly, it is mentioned in Brahma Samhita also. Vishnur Mahan Kala Visheshu. diparchir Evi Dashantaram Abhyupetya. From one candle, many candles can be lit. All have equal power and potency, but one candle is original. Similarly, Vishnu and Krishna, there is no difference. They are same persons. But the original personality from whom all other expansions, Vishnu forms are coming, that is actually Krishna. So you can please go through either that explanation of Bhagavad Gita, 11th chapter, or you can read Srimad Bhagavatam or uh, Brahma Samhita. Everywhere this explanation is given. So when we chant Hare Krishna, Krishna is also called Hari. Lord Vishnu Krishna or Lord Ram, they are called Hari. And Hara means counterpart. So Hara is addressed as Hare. So when we address Radha Krishna, Hare Krishna is another way of calling Radha and Krishna. And the mood is, please engage me in your service. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dhanvat Pranam. Prabhuji, I am very confused about Ritvik system. How does it make sense to take Diksha from His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada now? So you can please read a book, Final Order. You can search on uh, Google final order pdf final order Hare Krishna or final order is like that you can type and there is a small booklet in that you will get complete understanding of what is this rhythmic system by which Srila Prabhupada has arranged to give Diksha for next 10,000 years within the is Hare Krishna movement. Prabhu if individuality refers to empirical universe then there is no need of teaching by the Lord. This statement is not clear. Please explain. Bhagavad Gita 2.12 So you can please uh, consult the devotees. They will explain you because philosophy cannot be discussed such uh, precise topics from one side. So if you ask the devotees personally, then they will be able to clear your questions. I am still very self-conscious to put tilak and go outside or even in front of my family. How to overcome this? So don't worry. Practice uh, chanting Hare Krishna when we advance more. Then we will not bother about people. Why do parents don't take pride when their child shows willingness towards devotion? Instead they are worried but will have no problem when the child is involved in so-called material enjoyment. Yes, because of ignorance. It is not there with every parent. So I just met uh, some parents and forcefully they told, the four-year child also. They forced us also, please take my child soon into the movement, make him a devotee. So many such parents are there. One devotee is there who is there in the ashram. Now his younger brother is there. He joined two years ago. Now the parents are telling Prabhu, please take this our second son also. They don't have any other children, but they are telling, please take both of our sons. Let them serve Krishna. So not all parents are like that. It's a matter of knowledge. Sometimes parents are telling, please make my child a devotee. Child is not willing. So it depends who realizes. If child realizes, he will pick up. If parents realize, they will pick up. Sometimes both of them, entire families are devotee. If we do our household chores with full sincerity, then also we need to chant or do our prayers due to less time at hand. Hare Krishna, yes. All the duties that we have are meant to take us to the platform of constant chanting. Why? Because we keep on doing our household chores very nicely entire life, our heart will not be satisfied. And the people for whom we are doing these household duties, they also will always keep on complaining. So if we actually want satisfaction or of life, then we have to experience love of Krishna in our life, in our heart always. For this constant chanting of Hare Krishna is very important. So we have to practice this. Along with all the household duties, our tongue keeps on vibrating Hare Krishna mantra. So thank you so much for your questions. I see some more questions are there. We will pick up in the next class. So thank you so much for hearing. We will meet next Sunday. Hare Krishna. Subscribe to our channel and to get the latest updates, do not forget to press the bell icon. Hare Krishna.